Okay, I'm so gonna get bashed for this. Are you guys ready for some loud opinions? It's Yara, by the way, and welcome to Unorthodox, the place where I'm gonna open the can of worms no one wants to touch. That's what happens when you give a skeptic a microphone. Join me on Patio for weekly episodes where I attempt to explore the ins and outs of society and people, and I ask the most important question of them all, why? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Unorthodox. It has been a two-week hiatus in recording because of COVID business. My dad contracted the virus two weeks ago, and I had a cold a couple days later. So we were both confined for 14 days. I'm finally free and out. And the first thing I want to talk about is this lovely lockdown we're in. يعني ما بعرف مين اقترح على الدولة إنه it would be a really smart decision إنه ينفتح البلد على الأعياد the busiest time of the year بعدين يرجع يتسكر بعد العيد after the damage has been done يعني the whole point of lockdown in general is preventative يعني مثل الكوندوم يعني مثل الكوش اللي بيحطوه للولاد ما بينتروا الولد يعمل كاكا تحته يرجعوا يشطفوا له ويغسلوا التيب لا they put a diaper on the child for a reason you know You don't wait until you get an STD and then treat it, or until you get pregnant, then you need to take care of that unwanted pregnancy. No, you wear a condom, you use contraception. So lockdown is the contraception of COVID. I hope we all agree on that. So the matter is, New Year's, New Year's Eve, party animals, One week later, the cases per day are 6,000, 5,000, 4,000. Congratulations, everyone. I hope you're happy. Congratulations, government. I hope you're happy. And now we're all in a nationwide lockdown that is more severe than any other we've had. It's not fun. And there's this form that you have to fill in order to go anywhere. And the, accept- and the acceptance and rejection of that form is, is very stupid. I know someone who put his name down as Beyonce and said, I'm going to discover the moon or something, and they got accepted to, to go. To be honest, I'm here on permission to visit a hospital, you know? Um, but um, that's beside the point. I need to be here, you know? I, I need to be what I want to say about this. So this lockdown, not not fine at all, not fine at all. I don't know where to begin talking about it, Saraha. 14 days locked in my room. Unless it's for something very, very, you know, much needed, like recording this podcast, for example. Um, and because I know that the second people are going to go and party again as a fatah clubs, you're going to go out, go eat, mingle with each other. Yani, the point was never gotten in the first place. Yani, this whole Eid and Christmas and Christmas spirit. Habibi, what Christmas spirit? What Eid spirit? 2020 was a shitty year. What did Eid in 2020? Um, economic recession or explosion of Beirut or homelessness or the fact that 
people don't have money to live anymore? ما بعرف. Um, the second order of business I wanted to talk about was something personal, something completely unrelated to this. And it's about job hunting. I have been looking for a job since October of 2019. And I'm being very honest. Since October of 2019, I have been searching for jobs. Now, I mentioned this in the previous podcast where we talked about things we wanted to keep in 2020. And I just like to elaborate on that a bit. It's a struggle that I know a lot of people are going through. You know, it's not just me. I have two college degrees, one master's degree um, in green chemistry. I got it from a, a, an esteemed institution. Um, at the time, it was number eight in the world. So I'm very proud of that. I worked very hard to get it. You know, I lived abroad for a year. It was nice. It was, it was, I felt very accomplished. And then I, I come back and I'm ready. I'm armed with this new degree, with this information. And I'm ready to take on the job market, you know, and I'm applying left and right and writing CVs and writing cover letters. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm so passionate. I'm sending emails. I'm like, I really want to work with your company. I feel like it would be such a great thing to do. I'm going to be an asset in this company. And then all I get is rejection letters. Rejection, rejection, rejection. But that's not the point, you know. I expected rejection from a lot of places. The point was, When I actually was looking for jobs, like on the job search, I would look for entry-level jobs or graduate-level jobs. And it would shock me so much to see that the requirements for it are like three years of experience. Have you been three years of experience? I was in diapers three years ago. I'm a graduate. It's called a graduate job for a reason. I don't understand where you expect me to get the experience from. Like usually when you start a new job, even if you do have experience, you still need to be trained. You still need to learn. That's the point of having a brain, you know. You can acclimate to change. You can learn new things on the job. You can get trained on how to do your job properly. Fa, I know I'm not the only person who goes through this. But no, this whole you need to have experience thing. And no, I need experience to have experience, if you know what I mean. You know, like that's not how it works. Um... It's something that's just so frustrating. It's so frustrating to find like the dream job and it's like, wow, I have all the skills for this except those five years of experience that I need. But I know it's an entry-level job, so I don't understand why it needs five years ex- of experience in the first place. Anyway, that's fine. Actually, it's not fine, but you know, moving on. Um, another thing about job hunting. And no, I don't understand why people can't broaden their horizons. Yani, Anna, I'm a chemistry major. I'm a sustainability major, if you will. Yani, my degree spans over a lot of different markets, if you will. And what I wanted to do with my degree is sort of expand, not into, you know, the scientific realm per se, not staying in the lab all day and doing research. That's not exactly what I want to do with my life. Um, And I've applied to a lot of companies like marketing companies as a copywriter, as a market analyst. And I feel like that's, you know, it's it's nice to be able to bring your skills to the table and to be able to learn something new because it, eventually sustainability and environmental friendliness isn't just about what happens in the lab, isn't just about the research. It's also about 
making people understand. It's about remediation. It's about, you know, setting the path for change. And marketing is a big part of that. And data analysis is a big part of that. And research is a big part of that. So what I've tried to do this past year is really expand into the different job markets. And it's so weird. Like I come from a multidisciplinary field. And what I get asked the most is like, Inti chemistry major, Habibi, I don't understand. I can, you know, marketing, you don't need to be a business major to understand it. It's extremely logical. It just needs some common sense. I don't understand why you need to have a degree in business to be able to be, you know, someone who works in marketing. But I guess, um, and I find it weird that people look for really niche you know, applications. Yani, I want someone for sustainability marketing. marketing sustainability firm. No, I have that information via my degree, via the experiences I've had getting it, via common sense, you know, analyzing a market as is. I don't need to be in that niche position for me to be able to do the job correctly. In the end, I will be trained just as any other person in the company will be. That's something that's always bothered me about jobs in general. Yani, why can't a scientist be a journalist, for example? I don't understand it. If you're a good writer, if you know how to get the message across, you'd be doing something that is extremely essential. You'd be taking two worlds and you'd be merging them in a way that makes sense for both worlds. Yani, I, I wanted to become a journalist, for example. And I wanted to talk about the environment and I wanted to talk about you know, ecocide and human rights and everything. And I always felt like there was a bit of unfairness there because journalists, journalism. No, I really don't. I read the news. The news in English and I read it and I find a lot of grammatical errors in the sentences. I find a lot of sentences that just don't sound okay, you know? I don't like listening to someone speak like that. I don't like reading something that looks like that. And I don't understand how people like that are hired in the first place. So I think there are a lot of people who are, you know, who are at an advantage that they have language skills, that they have the ability to communicate messages across that are that are more adept at taking on a job. Yani, they fit better in that job than a person who has the degree that the job wants. And I, um, I've i always, you know, this has been something that's always bothered me. I've always thought about it and it's just really unfair. It's so unfair. And the fact that I'm I'm here recording a podcast is like, yeah, I don't have to stick to my own lane because I have opinions here and I talk about issues that are extremely important. And... I, I bring my my own skill set to this, you know, to be able to analyze issues, to be able to discuss issues like this. You do need to have an analytical mindset. And I wasn't born with that, but rather chemistry taught me that. You know, chemistry taught me how to analyze, how to look at things and see the bigger picture and sometimes zoom in and sometimes zoom out. So I think you get a skill from from anywhere, really. You don't need to study it in order to be to be good at something. And I just wanted to share that. Like, that's something that's been on my mind for a while now. You know, while while I'm looking for 
not even my dream job, honestly, because I don't really have a dream job right now. I really just want to, you know, dip my foot in every pool and see what I like, see what I feel comfortable with. And the fact that I am unable to do that because of some rule that says, you know, no, that's not really nice. There are people who have studied engineering who have startups that have nothing to do with engineering. I don't see what's what's wrong about that. There are people who have studied business who now have telecommunication um, companies, startups or whatever. You know, the thing about this world, the thing about um, the world we're living in, the job market, is that you really, really need to learn how to acclimate and how to adapt to different situations. Because we're not in the era of, oh, I'm just going to be an accountant. We have artificial intelligence that can do that in five seconds. People need to expand their skill sets. Multidisciplinarity is very important nowadays. For you to be able to that's really important in, in you know getting a job done correctly. It means you are more sociable. It means you are knowledgeable in many areas. It means you can bring a lot of things to the table and you can take a lot of things away as well. Because if you're not trained in being multidisciplinary, then how are you able to learn something new if it's not in your field anyway? You know, just an errant thought that comes and goes always on my mind now that I'm in this, um, you know, path to finding a career. And I'm sure a lot of people are in that same position. So I just wanted to share that. Another thing I wanted to point out, no offense to engineers anywhere. I have a lot of friends in engineering. I did my master's in a chemical engineering lab. I love the way they think. They're really practical, very pragmatic about things. It's amazing. But, but, and that's a big but, but I have never met an engineer who actually works in engineering. Yani, I know people who have done communications engineering and computer engineering and electrical engineering, and they all work as financial consultants. Like that's the, that's the thing. Engineer, consulting. Um, I don't get it. One, okay, they have analytical skills, but, you know, so do a lot of other people. Two, when I apply to a consulting company, you know, I have analytical skills as well. And I get rejected. I think it's because I'm not an engineer. Like, I know, you know, my CV is is rich. Um I give very good interviews. I know how to speak. I know how to, you know, make sense of things. And yet I have found that I've never been hired by a consulting company and I don't know why. It's so, it's, it's so annoying. Even like sustainability consulting, which my focus is on. Um, I feel like they're a bit like, oh, you're a science major. Oh, you're an environmental major. Oh, maybe you're not good for sustainability. Uh, Habibi, I'm sorry, but if I'm not good for sustainability... Who else is? Please fasirli. A business major, our finance, our political science. And what are you talking about? So yeah, again, just complaining about random stuff. The whole point of this episode was just to complain about some things that have been annoying me for the past two weeks. So I've had these ready and, and I'm ready to talk about them. And I just wanted this to be a short, n- not that sweet, not sweet at all, actually, episode in which I discuss these. And I'd like to know what you guys think about that as well, once you hear this. 
And、um, I have a lot in store for the weeks to come. I'm having guests on and I'm making arrangements for that. So stick around. Thank you so much for listening again. And, you know, I just want to keep this short, sweet. Be safe, everyone. Be careful. You know, don't go crazy once lockdown is over. Be vigilant. And for people who are looking for jobs, best of luck to you and to me. See you guys next time.